This is the Week in Addiction Medicine, a podcast resource of timely news and top stories brought to you by the American Society of Addiction Medicine, ASAM. Today is Tuesday, December 26th, and the following are the top 10 most read publications from the ASAM Weekly in 2023. The top story in Journal of Addiction Medicine is titled, ASIM Clinical Considerations, Buprenorphine Treatment of Opioid Use Disorder for Individuals Using High-Potency Synthetic Opioids. Broadly, this clinical considerations document suggests that individualized strategies for buprenorphine initiation may be needed. The experience of opioid withdrawal negatively impacts the success of buprenorphine treatment, and the authors recommend attention to withdrawal management before and during buprenorphine initiation. The next article, in JAMA Network Open, is titled Association Between Daily Alcohol Intake and Risk of All-Cause Mortality. The systematic review found that among occasional and low-volume drinkers, there was no significantly reduced risk of all-cause mortality compared with lifetime non-drinkers. However, there was an increased risk of all-cause mortality for drinkers who drank 25 grams or more and a significantly increased risk when drinking 45 grams or more daily. Next, in The Lancet, was an article titled Increasing Overdose Deaths Among Black Americans, a review of the literature. This scoping review analyzed the many and varied factors contributing to the recent rise in opioid overdose deaths among black Americans. Differences in structural and social determinants of health, unequal access, use, and continuity of SUD and harm reduction services as well as variability in fentanyl exposure and risk and changes in social and economic conditions were all found to play a role. Furthermore, Black Americans are historically less likely to have access to treatment services than white Americans. To effect change, work is needed to reform the criminal legal system, expand access, address provider bias, and fund equity-improving programs. Next was an article in Rand Corporation titled, America's Opioid Ecosystem, How Leveraging System Interactions Can Help Curb Addiction, Overdose, and Other Harms. This ebook highlights the fact that although opioids play an outsized role in U.S. drug problems, they remain critically important in medicine. The authors conclude that leveraging the interactions of the opioid ecosystem can reduce addiction, overdose, suffering, and other harms. Our next study in the Journal of Addiction Medicine is titled The Howard Street Method, a Community Pharmacy-Led Low-Dose Overlap Buprenorphine Initiation Protocol for Individuals Using Fentanyl. This case series examined the implementation of buprenorphine low-dose overlap initiation utilizing a community pharmacy where a blister pack was provided with a 7-day titration schedule increasing from 0.5 mg to 4 mg daily. Of the 26 patients who started treatment, 14 completed the protocol with 79% reporting no withdrawal symptoms and 21% reporting only mild symptoms. At 30 days of follow-up, 71% were still receiving buprenorphine. The study suggests that this community-based pharmacy approach is novel and may offer a new way to initiate buprenorphine in high-risk populations. Next was a study in National Vital Statistic Reports titled Drug Overdose Mortality by Usual Occupation and Industry. The study found that workers in construction and extraction occupation groups and construction industry groups had the highest drug overdose death rates. 
differences in drug overdose, proportionate mortality ratios by usual occupation and industry were observed within each race and Hispanic origin group and by drug type and by drug overdose intent. The next study in the Lancet Psychiatry is titled Buprenorphine versus Methadone for the Treatment of Opioid Dependence. This systematic review and meta-analysis sought to compare buprenorphine versus methadone across a wide range of primary and secondary outcomes. Primary outcomes included retention and treatment for up to 24 months, as well as treatment adherence or other prescribed and illicit opioid use. The study found that treatment retention was better for methadone versus buprenorphine, but the authors found no difference in adherence to treatment between these two forms of medications for opioid use disorder. Next was a study in JAMA Network Open titled Buprenorphine Dose and Time to Discontinuation Among Patients with Opioid Use Disorder in the Age of Fentanyl. This cohort study considered whether high doses of buprenorphine in the age of fentanyl were required to maintain treatment retention for patients using fentanyl versus heroin buprenorphine. The study found that patients prescribed higher doses of buprenorphine were 20% more likely to stay in treatment. As a result, higher doses may be optimal for treatment retention. The next study in the Annals of Internal Medicine is called The Use of Opioids in the Management of Chronic Pain. The VA, along with the Department of Defense, recently approved an updated guideline regarding the management of chronic pain with opioids. This document included considerations regarding initiation and continuation of therapy, dose duration and taper of opioids, screening assessment and evaluation, and risk mitigation. Our final article in Nature is titled Psychedelics Reopen the Social Reward Learning Critical Period. This study demonstrated in mice that the ability to reopen the social reward learning critical period is a shared property across psychedelic drugs. Notably, the time course of critical period reopening is proportional to the duration of acute subjective effects reported in humans. This concludes the year in addiction medicine. Thank you for listening and subscribing to the ASAM Weekly in 2023. We'll be back next year.